Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. The audio equivalent to a shot of whiskey and a bar fight. Hey, boys and girls, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel, digital staffing platform cheeseman. This is Chad, hungover in Boston, so wash. And on this week's show, don't call job.com a job board. Glassdoor is not so anonymous anymore. And a little game of who'd you rather. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text uh. kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Hung over in Boston, Chad. Too, too, too many Sam Adams? What's What's going on? Oh, yeah. No, started off with a few beers. Actually, we, we did a, a VIP event with Circa last night. I'm at a, a compliance event here in Boston. Yeah. And I uh, was on stage with Angela Hood, CEO over at This Way Global, friends nice. of the show. Sponsor. 
Yep. Rachel C., uh, who's actually senior counsel for AI and algorithmic bias. That's her fucking title uh, over at the EEOC. So the big guns were on stage last night. Yeah. So there was booze. There was food. Uh, big thanks to Angel, Kathy, Patrick and the and the team over at, at uh, Circa for, for, for hosting. Dude. I got to say, it's great to be back with people. Food, drinks, time with friends. Seriously. I'll applaud that. Yeah. Too many friends to mention, but I do have to make a special mention. Shout out to Tracy Cole, who actually came up to me last night and said, hey, I've been listening to the show since probably like day one. (laughs) Why haven't I ever gotten a shout out? So (laughs) shout out. A long time listener, Tracy Cole. Thanks for listening, Tracy. Now get all your friends and your family and everybody else to listen and you might get a shout out number two. I don't know if Tracy is on our free shit list as I'm as I'm because I look at this list a lot. Tracy, if you're listening, what's your deal? What's your deal? Free shit at Chad and Cheese. Let's just bring it out now before we get into the rest of the shout outs. Uh You got to go to ChadCheese.com. We're working on some new T-shirts, people. We got a new beer sponsor. We got a new uh, T-shirt sponsor, by the way, as well. That's uh, Job Get. We got beer by um, Aspen Tech Labs and yep. our tried and true whiskey delivery service uh, powered by our friends at Text Kernel. So if you haven't got on that list, and I don't think Tracy is. What? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There's a lot of people on this list, Chad. She has to go out to chadcheese.com, <laughs> click the free link and sign up. We appreciate your listenership, Tracy, very much. It's too easy. (laughs) Another side note, Julie and I literally, we always travel together, right? We always (laughs) travel together. And in this case, uh, her team is actually here. They have a booth, all that other fun stuff. Yeah, she caught COVID and she is at home. So I literally am wandering around Boston like a a little lost kid, little lost puppy, because I I don't, I don't, I don't have, I don't have her here with me. So it's dude, no cheese. No, it's Julie, weird. dude, yeah. you are lost. <laughs> I am. I am lost in the fucking sauce. <laughs> I didn't know she had COVID, man. Is she okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's uh. it's interesting, and I don't know how many like couples friends that we've had where one of them have gotten it and the other one hasn't. And I'm like, you know, that's total bullshit. You guys like, do you sleep in separate beds? I mean, what the hell? And no, it, it happened to us too. So I don't know how this virus works. I'm not that smart, but uh, yeah, I didn't get it. She got it. Uh, she mm. was down for the count from the standpoint of just tired as fuck. Uh, coughing here and there, but nothing really respiratory wise, but just, just incredibly tired. Yeah. When my wife had it, I didn't get it either. I don't know if this That's is weird, our, right? our, whis- our whiskey diet or what. We got some sort <laughs> of uh, some sort of defense that that they don't have. And the variable I can see is a lot more whiskey uh, than our, our wives drink. More whiskey and four shots, baby. That's right. <laughs> are, the, are the Red Sox in town? I guess that's the bigger question. Yes. Going to be behind nice. home plate tonight. Can't wait to do that. Uh, our friend Gary like Cowan that. actually texted me. He's like, I got I got a place for you behind home plate tonight with the, the Red Sox. And he also promised free beer. So I, I have I, I have an obligation. Yeah. I have to show up. And who are they playing? I have no clue. I don't no, care. Don't, don't care. Don't give a shit. Don't give <laughs> I a don't shit. Care. Well, it's great to have friends, Chad. And, and my first shout out goes to one of our best friends in uh-huh. the industry, Mr. Hung Lee. Which oh. a lot of our listeners know if, if you're not signed up for recruiting brain food, what's your problem? Uh, Hung gave us a shout out this week on on his newsletter. Quote, Chad and Cheese are back with a great conversation on assessment with Caitlin McGregor. 
She's with uh, CEO of Plum, by the way, yep. uh, which dives into history, sociology, and foundational tenets of assessments. That sounds like a British person, doesn't it? Yes, it's fundamentally an assessment for an individual who we assess in isolation from others when we are social and will eventually work with others. It's a great listen. Thanks, Hung, for listening, and thanks for mentioning us on your newsletter. So brainy, that one. Big shout out to another person who loves a little Chad and Cheese, Jasper Spaniart over at toetalent.eu. Oh, yeah. Remember, he interviewed us back in May during the e-recruitment congress in, Bel- in, Bel- uh, shit, in Belgium. And the interview just dropped this week on toetalent.eu. So question to you, yep. what do you remember from that interview? <laughs> I remember... I remember thinking that we're a bad interview because we tend to take over the interview. <laughs> like, there, it's not questions to us. It's just we just sort of take over the show. That's what I remember. So my memory isn't very good. You probably remember much greater detail of that conversation. Well, I, I think the, between the two of us, we had we were about 10 Belgian beers deep at that point. Uh, we were down in our, our little oh, special God. Chad and Cheese green room. We were both actually lying on different couches we were lying on our backs (laughs) and we did the interview drunk and lying down that's all i remember i read it today and i vaguely remember the responses that i provided i'm sure i did but it was yeah way to go jasper go ahead man that was a poor case of house of hr (laughs) entrapment because if you put a fridge next to us full of belgian beer you know what's going to happen chad yeah it's going to get consumed and we're going to break shit okay so so you you have been warned conferences of the future (laughs) and speaking of uh warnings chad we've been talking about layoffs quite a bit on the show and uh this 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 shout out goes to nick corden via linkedin Mm -hmm. this is uh what he wrote quote it's with a heavy heart that I announce my last day here at Workstream. I, along with 45 other team members, have been affected by the ever-growing layoffs that are taking place in the tech world, end quote. Nick, Ouch. hope you land on your feet. For those that don't remember, Workstream is a text recruiting uh, platform. They've raised about $58 million uh, launching in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at last count, anyway, via LinkedIn, they had 260-some employees. So Ooh. the layoffs continue, this time work stream. Wow, 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 wow. Well, uh, more more on the more happy note, uh, shout out to Melissa Bordage over at Career Beacon for being a smart marketer and also showing the Chad and Cheese podcast some love <laughs> on the socials. Dude, it is Hell so yeah. fucking great to start your day when a listener posts something like that on social where they're saying they're listening to us. They love us. We're a part of their like, you know, listening routine. They send us emails. They they DM us. Seriously. I love our listeners. (laughs) And I love that you're bartering uh, Chad and cheese swag for like Yeti (laughs) Yeti mugs from, from her company. But of course, yes. Anyway, by the way, just a little note. So, so we've done our t-shirt contest uh, three, this is our third year and we've, Uh we've, used 99 designs to do the contest mm-hmm. and uh just to just to note about the gig economy and my own little take on this is that the quality of design uh has gone down precipitously really 99 designs so i was i've, oh. I've, I've been really unhappy with the first round of of shirts mm-hmm. we're going to go back to the drawing board we're going to get some good stuff but just for just just an fyi like 99 designs used to be a kick-ass creative sort oh, of yeah. platform for design yeah. and 
and it it is lacking. I don't know what that says. Wow. Are people moving over to other platforms or what? But yeah, the uh, the t-shirts have been um, a little less than than perfect this time yeah, around. Well, get ready, kids, because we will have an awesome design. We're going to give you four designs to choose from from mm-hmm. our new sponsor, JobGet. That's right, kids. JobGet is going to be on the back of that shirt. And we're going to start we're going to start the the whole process of our listeners voting for what T-shirt, what Chad and Cheese T-shirt comes out next. We've been excited about I mean, the first two shirts were, were pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll get there, folks. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. And it'll be a quality T-shirt. It'll be a tri-blend something you're, you're proud to wear. Not a yes. not a Hanes beefy tee, people. We don't <laughs> we don't do those those fucking shirts. Well, we talked about some layoffs at Workstream, but a few guys got new jobs uh, recently. Oh, let's give a shout out to new CEOs. Uh, our friends okay. at Camuno or Camuno. Yes. Olivier Gachot. Uh, God bless He's you. French. So I'm guessing Gachot. Olivier Gachot. Gachot. Uh, he, re- he replaces our friend uh, and Camino founder, Ryan Gill. Mm-hmm. Uh, no surprise, Olivier has deep expertise in acquisitions. Oh. Hmm, what could be in Camino's future? Let me let me take a guess on that. Uh, Smart, yeah. It also made me miss how much I love Banff and how much I hope that we get back there. Yeah, uh, if not this year, next year. So shout Soon. out to shout out to Olivier and also Higher View. This one kind of snuck through the uh, the cracks. Chad uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Reynolds succeeds Kevin. Parker as CEO at Higher View, huh. who who is retiring. Parker is uh, he's cashing it in. He's not on the board of directors. He's just uh, wherever in the world. Um, anyway, we missed this one from February, mm-hmm. which means they kind of kept it quiet. There was a blog post on their own site. Um, Parker had been CEO since 2016. Uh, Reynolds brings over 20 years of leadership experience in enterprise SaaS. Uh, Parker's reign, Higher View board member Ashley Evans said he, quote, took Higher View from a leader in video interviewing to a full talent platform provider, end quote. Shockingly, there was no mention of the clash action lawsuits and yeah. Illinois smackdowns that occurred under Parker's <laughs> tenure. Good luck to both CEOs and shout out to Olivier and Anthony. Yes, and the stupid explainability statements that they came out with just to point the finger at the clients who are paying them to do whatever the fuck they do. What did you say? <laughs> Big shout out to the Cincinnati Bengals kids for the uh, new unis that are coming out. Have you seen these things? They're going uh, yeah. they're going like white Bengal tiger. <laughs> it's a, so is the helmet white and the stripes black or the stripes white and the helmet's black? I, I don't think it matters. It's, no, it that's doesn't the, matter. Yeah, that's the that's the that's that's the whole that's the whole uh, zebra conversation. Right. Um, but one thing, though, mm-hmm. the Browns are continuing oh, to God. brown. Baker Mayfield is gone, which I'm sure you're, you're not mad about, but he's gone yeah. to the Carolina Panthers uh, and Deshaun Watson might not even play this year. So who is going oh, to be? Hey. Who's, who's going to be QB one for the Browns? So this this is this has gone like full 2008 draft, right? Uh, for QBs, <laughs> yes, which, which yes. is my infamous video moment. Uh, so Baker went one. I think Sam Darnold went three. Uh, Rosen went yes. nine or eleven somewhere on there, mm-hmm. and then of course the best one went after all that. I think in Josh Allen. So the Rose, Rosen is now on the Browns. Darnold and Baker are now on Carolina. Yeah. 
Weird. And we have uh, uh, shit from uh, he was the Colts uh, backup. Brissett, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. So he sucks. Rosen <laughs> sucks. And I don't even know who the third string guy is. So if Deshaun, if Deshaun is basically benched for the year, mm-hmm. just just phone it in. Like it's just it's just it's a write off. It's a it's a fantastic lineup minus the quarterback. And <laughs> by the way, did you see the Nick Chubb video of him like squatting six hundred? Yes. Oh my god, it was like a fucking Volkswagen <laughs> for God's sake! I mean, that, that's the answer, right? All you need to do is have a guy who can pivot and hand the ball off. Hand the ball to Kareem and Nick. That's basically that's the strategy. That's it. It was so funny because it looked like those Looney Tunes uh, cartoons where they lift yes. like the barbell with the two like round and the, the bar bends because it's so heavy. Like it looked yeah. like a cartoon lift. It was it amazing. Looked anyway, like the bar was going to snap. Yeah. Nick, Nick is the shit, but if you don't have a quarterback in the NFL and by the way, the Ravens still have Lamar and the Bengals still have uh cool, Joe. cool, Joe, cool. Yeah. And uh Steelers are always the Steelers. They made the playoffs last year with uh, uh duct tape and uh oil, uh, oil. <laughs> Bailing wire. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, I miss football. I'll say that. I'm excited for the season to get going. I'm absolutely positive the Ohio State Buckeyes yes. will be in the running for uh, for national champ, and they'll yes. probably have another Heisman Trophy winner mm-hmm. at the ranks. But yeah, the Browns are still Browning. They're still a dumpster fire, but God love them. They're my <laughs> dumpster fire. They're my dumpster fire. Oh, uh, we ready for events. Let's do birthdays first. Okay, we'll do birthdays. Oh, the birthdays. I love birthdays. So we love had a long birthdays. list because we missed a couple of weeks. This list is much shorter, but no less quality. No less quality in our <laughs> listeners. Happy birthday to Dustin Carper, Jeremy. I guess it's Bright. It's B R E I T. It's Bright or Breed, I guess. Uh, Jim Schneider, who we know, longtime recruiter. Crystal Miller Lay. Marin Hogan celebrates oh. another birthday. Uh, our podcast buddy, Serge Boudreau. Oh, Serge. Yes, yeah, Serge is in the house. Uh, Jason Basir, and this one's out for you, Joe Lenane, family member of uh, Team Sowash, <laughs> who I guess it's, is still it's on the Lannan. road. A, it's it's oh, Lannan, but yeah, yeah. Lenane, Lannan, Cheeseman, Chessman. Yeah, yeah what's whatever. Yeah. What's in the name? Is he still roaming the country like uh He is. Uh, yeah, so he's he's uh my my brother-in-law, little brother, and he and his wife, I think they've been out RVing all over the country, literally doing their their job remote from mm-hmm. anywhere probably for like about a year now. And it's it's pretty awesome. They have a, a house in Austin that they're like renting out and dude, they're just they're just living the dream. Good for them. Living the dream, man. Yeah. Fucking millennials, man. Fucking Gen Zers. <laughs> All right. Where are we going, man? What's our travel schedule look like? Okay. HR Tech in Vegas on September 13th. Oh, then Inspire yeah. HR on October 5th in Nashville. So we've got Vegas, Nashville. Oh, my God. Then, yeah. then, then Clutch the Pearls, kids. We've got Unleash World on October 12th in Gay Paris, Hell baby. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that is a fucking lineup right there, kids. Nice, nice. And thanks to Shaker Recruitment Marketing for powering our travel uh, activities, I guess we could yes. call them, uh, mm-hmm. if, we're being, if we're being safe for work. Our activities, thanks for helping <laughs> kill our liver, Shaker. We appreciate it. We appreciate Love it. Love me some Shaker and Shaker backpacks and uh, and luggage. I mean, no it, it, they, they got us the good shit. It's, they got it. my, we've had it for how many years now, and that shit's still going strong. 
Yeah, which is great because, uh, yeah, my wife and I were in Finland. I think, I think we mentioned that. Uh, she just bought a new bag from, you know, I don't know. She's kind of cheap like that. She'll go to Marshall's or something, right? Uh-huh. And her fucking strap broke. So guess who <laughs> guess who gets to carry her luggage through Finland uh, while whatever. So, yeah, the, the backpack, the suitcase, still in good shape. Uh, they bought the good shit. They don't skimp, just like they don't skimp on their recruitment marketing advertising. Amen. Love you, Shaker. In topics. All right. Job.com announced the <laughs> acquisition of Princeton One, a New Jersey. Imagine that, Princeton One, a New Jersey based mm-hmm. talent solutions provider with an emphasis on recruitment process outsourcing. You know that is RPO chat and permanent mm-hmm. recruitment services this week. Founded in 2002, Princeton One has a nationwide fr- footprint supporting pharmaceutical, biotechnology, manufacturing, retail, and more. This is all a part of Job.com's growth strategy, focusing on acquisitions. You might remember they acquired Higher Vergence in 2020, Fortis Group, Endevis, and QCI Healthcare in 2021. Mm-hmm. More notably, however, Chad, was CEO's Aaron Stewart's rant on LinkedIn, underscoring a report that labeled job.com a, quote, job board instead of a digital staffing agency. On his post, Stewart said, quote, no pay to post ads here, no homepage banner ads, no mass database email shots that everybody hates. You can leave that to the career builders of the world. Nope, just staffing done digitally, end quote. Chad, what's your take on the news? And maybe more importantly, Aaron's rant. Didn't he also uh, run parallels with Uber? Like they're like the Uber of, right? Didn't they yep. he do that? He so, I, I mean, Aaron's got a point. You know, they, they are not a job board, although I wouldn't compare job.com to Uber. I mean, Uber's model wasn't about buying cars like mm-hmm. job.com is buying staffing agencies. Rather, Uber is building an operating system that could displace taxi service, right? So, Aaron hasn't built an app for the industry. He's forcing it into the staffing agencies he's buying. So yes, the article was wrong in saying they're a job board, but Aaron trying to liken job.com to Uber, he's wrong as well. So I I guess everybody can be wrong, Aaron. It's okay. Not a big deal. Move on. Yeah. uh, It reminded me of uh, when Snap went public. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, They were Quote, a camera company. Okay, yeah. And when Fitbit went public, they were a, quote, platform, not a commodity hardware. Uh, because you say you're something doesn't mean that the market won't think that you're something else. Um, it's in, look, it's in job board, it's in job.com's best interest to not be a job board or be perceived as, as a job board if they ever want to go public or they want to sell the company down the road, uh, yeah. job boards get much less in the uh, you know, in the price tag than, mm-hmm. say, a digital staffing firm. Um, so he says they're a digital staffing platform, but nowhere on their homepage does it say digital staffing platform. Uh, the homepage's title tag is your job search starts here. Does that sound like a job board? <laughs> There's a search box on the homepage that says, yeah find jobs. Does that sound like a job board? If you don't want to be labeled a job board, then you kind of got to look in the mirror and say, what are we presenting to the world? Because if it looks like a job board, smells like a job board, sounds like a job board, don't be surprised when the media more likely calls you a 
job board. Well, and also, I think you're welcome, Aaron. What we're doing is we're actually pointing out a huge fucking gap in your marketing. And when you have confusion in the market from, you know, uh, staffing industry analysts who should know what you're doing, then again, I think Joel's 100% correct. You got to look in the mirror, big guy. People don't know if you're a job board, you're a staffing agency, you're trying to be this Uber kind of thing. You really need somebody to help you with your narrative, design, and marketing. Yeah. How many companies in the branding question say, oh, we're a fill in the blank, but the public says we are fill in the blank. Uh, Chatbots are a great example of this, right? Mm -hmm. Like the public calls you a chatbot, even though you call yourself whatever. Um, your branding isn't what you say you are. It's what the public says you are. So don't blame the public. Blame yourself and look in the mirror and make some changes on a marketing perspective. And at a minimum, put digital staffing platforms somewhere on your homepage if that's what you are. Yes. And I also have to say, Aaron is probably one of the sweetest guys. Love that you guy. Will- ever meet he's yeah. a, he's a sweetheart uh, i he he just Hell needs help yeah. he just needs help getting some of this shit together that's oh it. yeah total sweetheart this is not personal at all we love aaron we love, love that guy yeah uh, okay well uh speaking of job boards chad or at least those posing <laughs> as an anonymous employee review site instead of oh, a job board, okay last doors in the news as oh. a not so anonymous service maybe uh the company has been ordered to reveal the identities of negative reviewers uh, to a new zealand toy maker who made the company sound like a terrible place to work while the company is in new zealand it was a california court that ordered the identities to be revealed by california-based Glassdoor. new zealand has stricter defamation laws uh versus the u.s who has uh, much broader free speech protections. Uh, while Glassdoor wins most of these cases globally, this is a blow to its brand and could spell trouble for future international cases. Chad, what's your take on the Glassdoor news? This literally makes no sense to me. Why is an American court weighing in on a New Zealand matter? I mean, talk about government overreach. I understand Glassdoor is a California company, but they have to have operations. They they have to have operations in New Zealand. And if they don't, then New Zealand can just shut the fucking site down if they want to. I mean, I just to, to me, this literally makes no sense while we're passing judgment on something that's happening, happening on, in a different country that literally we're talking Glassdoor. We're not talking about, you know, human rights and shit like that. I mean, that's important stuff, right? I, I, I get where a country can say that's bullshit. You shouldn't be doing that. But Glassdoor, I mean, you've got bigger fish to fucking fry courts here in the U.S. Yeah. And I, neither one of us are lawyers. Uh, we should point that out. Uh, I'm not sure what the uh, jurisdiction is when a New Zealand court orders an American company for data and what the U.S. court's responsibility is. But either way, Glassdoor uh, had to, to to give up the identities of some of the uh, the posters on uh, what happened in New Zealand. And New Zealand is not China, right? Like it's a liberal democracy. So yeah. there are some interesting parallels, I guess, to what the future could hold for Glassdoor. But for me, like I've been talking about this, I guess, perfect storm uh, since you're in Boston. I got perfect storm on the mind, which is a great movie. <laughs> They're dealing with a lot of headwinds. Um, I mean, number one, companies who were thinking about suing uh, Glassdoor might now be empowered to do so uh, with with certain precedents, maybe. Um, but mm-hmm. there are there is now a winning case against Glassdoor to reveal the anonymous comments. I mean, number two, 
uh, millennials and older uh, who might have posted on Glassdoor may now think twice if they do a search on Google about court cases, Glassdoor, and see that there's been a reveal. They might think twice about posting, uh, wondering if they might get outed at some point. Uh, people who work for international companies will probably refrain um, with with some trepidation about what might happen. And what if your company in America is acquired by an international company? Are they now under an international precedent? I think that's an interesting uh, dynamic to this. But ultimately for me, and I've talked about this, is younger people who have lived their whole lives on mobile devices and social media aren't writing lengthy reviews with text uh, online anymore. And they're not even doing it anonymously. Um, I mean, they'd rather bash you on TikTok. Oh, they- yeah. Where they can get the dopa hit of likes and more followers, uh, and and not deal with what like what's privacy and what's what what are these words things like Glassdoor is so antiquated at this point that it just feels like this inevitable slide to the abyss for them until they get you know integrated into Indeed. I know that I've been calling for that for quite a while, but I think it will <laughs> happen. And to quote T. S. Eliot, uh-huh. "This is the way the world ends, not with a bang, but a whimper." I feel like we're going to eventually just not notice that Glassdoor is around anymore because of these little cuts to death by multiple fronts. Yeah, the the, the weird thing, though, is that you take a, a brain like Simply Hired, it's still it's still alive. It's still out there. Right. I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I can see where this can be kind of like a skeleton company for, you know, to, to, to some extent. But I am fairly perplexed on why these brands still even exist. Google. (laughs) I mean, as long as Google indexes those pages and as long as they're getting ranked well, like they're going to get they're going to get traffic. I mean, it's all about footprint then. Right. It's all about SEO footprint. Sure. Which which goes to the future of Google. Right. So if, if video is the future, how do you index video if it's not on YouTube's platform and you have to transcribe everything? Do you even get access to TikTok or Instagram? Like the, the future of how you sort of get reviews, and, and this goes into Yelp, the future of Yelp and other things, is that the text-based sort of, I'm going to sit down on my computer and type out what I think about this restaurant is, is something for old people. Young people don't do much of it anymore. Anyway. There you have it. Get off my lawn, Chad. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about one of our favorite topics. Oh, my God. I'm a Chipotle. Chipotle is my lawn. That's right. We're talking Chipotle when we get back from the break. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Automation, Chad. That's right. 
We got more automation commentary. And it's news. coming, baby. It's coming. All right. More bad news for the service industry this week. If you call a local Domino's pizza to place an order, do you do you order from Domino's, Chad? You're probably too fancy for that. I, I do not. Yeah, no. Anyway, I do not. You, may be, you may be routed to a call center. Who doesn't love being routed to a call center? Am I right? Domino's <laughs> says the practice impacting around 40% of U.S. stores has freed up workers to deliver pizzas amid a driver shortage that has plagued the company for well over a year. The effort, while clever, Chad, may be having a minimal impact in terms of addressing lost sales from the labor shortage. Domino's reported delivery sales crashed 11.7% in the second quarter versus a year ago. Meanwhile, Chipotle is investing in two startups through its $50 million venture fund, Cultivate Next. Most notably, the burrito chain has invested in Hyphen, which automates plate and bowl portioning to the tune of up to 350 meals an hour. This isn't Chipotle's first four-way into automation investment. Listeners might remember that last year the company invested in Neuro, an automated delivery company. And this year the company piloted Chippy from our favorite Miso Robotics, an autonomous machine that cooks and seasons Chipotle chips. Chad, what's your take? And excuse me while I take a bite out of my barbacoa bowl on this topic. Me so horny robotics. Those guys are kicking ass and taking names. And we, we've seen this uh, from Domino's. They've been playing around with uh, robot deliveries. They've, uh, they they, they want to get rid of humans because, again, humans are a pain in the ass, especially when you have a landscape like it is today. And to be quite frank, the job sucks. So, of course, you're going to get humans that are pains in the ass because they they hate their fucking job. So, yeah, give it to the robots. I mean, g- give me give me a break. We've got uh, all these jobs that need to be filled. Let's see what we can do. Corporate America. Let's see what we can do to actually get these individuals into training programs and you can actually manufacture your own talent instead of whining about a fucking skills gap. All of this stuff to me is necessary because those that's a horrible life to live. I mean, seriously, just just play. You love going to Chipotle, but I can't imagine working there. So here's a chance for me to talk about my favorite subject, me and my kids. All right. So uh, summer is still here. The kids are still out of school. So I have them uh, this week and took them to McDonald's. I know that shocks you, right, Chad? He's been family. So bad. Yeah. So so our local McDonald's has gone through a a major uh, transition from, I guess, what what you would think of as a McDonald's from, you know, 1995 to one where it's like kiosk, uh, take a number, we'll deliver your food, Mm -hmm. uh, et cetera, which I enjoy. I'm totally fine not standing in line behind someone that doesn't know what they want, et cetera, right? We've all been there. Okay. So we order kiosk, great, pay credit card, sit down, food comes, it's nice and hot. But they've also gotten rid of the self-serve soda machine, Chad. Okay. And I'm guessing this is a COVID thing, right? They don't want people like hands or whatever, grabbing straws. They don't want any, any sort of germs being passed around. But so you have to go to the counter to get a refill, which to me is just a total pain in the ass. So I'm sitting there waiting three minutes to get a refill that should have taken me 10 seconds. I used to be really cynical about automation. Now I'm all for it, man. Let get, let me do what I need to do. Automate the, the ordering, the whatever food coming out. If mm-hmm. no one was in a McDonald's, I'd be totally fine with that. As long sure. as I can do everything that I need to do, bring on the robots. Uh, I prefer the self-serve at, uh, at Kroger. I'm fine 
scanning my shit and paying for it. I prefer the mobile checkout at Sam's Club. I prefer mobile pay at restaurants. Now, I think some brands will suffer from automation. The small businesses are not going to be able to pay the kind of money that McDonald's and Chipotle can uh, for this stuff. But I say bring on the robots if it means I get my pepperoni and jalapeno pizza more efficiently. Full stop, man. Full Full stop. stop. Full stop. I I have to go back to this is this is to me an American problem. In Europe, there are so many restaurants in little bitty towns Mm -hmm. and they're not they're not expensive. Right. But they are they're they're a much better experience and they're better food than fast fucking food. Right. I, I think this is something that, you know, we've we have a fast food industrial complex here in the United States and a complex moves toward one thing. And one thing only, that is robots. I mean, that's all there is to it. You have to be more efficient. These This portioning thing, this is because, you know, obviously humans are e- either giving too much or not enough or whatever it is. I mean, this is, this is exactly where an industrial complex goes. Just like we talked about the defense industrial complex uh, on our last podcast when, you know, we're like, hey, bring in the robots right to the battlefield, right? You're going to see this happening in big business across many industries. Europe is much more experiential than America. America is like, get your shit and get out. Europe is, hey, sit a while, have a coffee. Oh, you want to order something? Great. Enjoy your meal. (laughs) America is like, drive your car, get in, get out, let's go. Yeah, different different mentality. But the robots are coming for Americans. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. That's for sure. Well, Chad, we we play a lot of buy or sell on the show, but let's play a little who'd you rather. Uh-oh. I'm going to name two companies that recently got funded, and you and I will get to choose which of the two we like better. It's called Who'd You Rather? Are you ready to play? Let's do it. All right. Our first company is Higher Art. Uh, the company announced a $26.25 million Series B funding round recently. The New York headquartered company provides access to talent curated from job boards, staffing companies and a network of job seekers. The funding will go toward expanding its network of staffing firm partners, which the company automatically distributes roles to its network firms. If it sounds a little bit like what job.com wants to be, well, we'd have to rewind the show and go back to that part, but let's get (laughs) to the next company intern match. The intern placement company has raised $10 million in a series. A the cash will support intern matches expansion into Canada the U.S. and the U.K. The eight-year-old Australian-based company says it has placed 10,000 students globally. The company makes money by charging colleges for internship placements as well as receiving a recruitment fee if the company involved hires the student. Okay, Chad, who would you rather hire art or intern match? So if I was in a bar at 2 a.m. and these two were the only choices, I'd probably go home alone. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but I have to choose um, higher art. Literally, this is a, a failed assessment company that needed a huge pivot to keep investors forking over cash. And mm-hmm. it's a huge, huge miss. Uh, if they actually had somebody in their organization or maybe, I don't know, uh, had some industry analysts or what have you in their ear, then they might not have made this stupid of a pivot because they're actually going into competition with staffing firms. 
nobody needs another assessment company, okay? But the yeah. last thing we need is another fucking staffing company. They could have been the operating system for staffing companies. They, they, they've missed the fucking boat. Intern Match, they're using tech to scale and match internships, which really isn't a big deal and or sexy, but uh-huh. they're seeing it through to the actual hire. So they are becoming a staffing company in a niche that I really don't think exists because I mean, who is doing staffing for, for interns, right? So this, this could give a company the opportunity to slim down their university relations team and just start working with a vendor, right? So this yep. is more of kind of like an RPO model where you're just going to go ahead and, and, and pull in an organization that does it. So, you know, it's not sexy, but it's a hell of a lot better than higher art. I'm going to, I'm going to rather on the intern mat side. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, well, for me, like, where's the beef on both these companies? Ah, the meatloaf! <laughs> Fuck! All right. Yeah. Ultimately, I'm not super high on either one of these. Uh, and now might be a good opportunity to talk really quickly about the number of companies getting money is getting fewer and farther between. Uh, thanks, economy, by the way. This is what we are relegated to talking about intern match and higher art. Anyway, I hate intern match. For these three reasons. Number one, yes, they're taking on well-funded organizations like, I don't know, Handshake. Uh, Good luck with that. Uh, Number two, they want to conquer America. Well, good luck with that. And see, number one, uh, when I talk about Handshake, history is not so kind to foreigners coming to America and succeeding. Uh, I don't give intern match much of a shot either. And number three, I hate college recruiting businesses there's high churn, students leave, uh, colleges are fickle, and they're antiquated as shit. Fewer kids are taking uh, the college track. Uh, plug in whatever reason you want there, but it's just a shitty business. So when you ask me who'd I rather, yeah, I'm like you. I'm going home alone, but higher art is the one I would pick. Oh. So we differ, which is fun. <laughs> we might have to play who'd you rather again because... Chad and I differ sometimes. All right, let's take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll come back to talk about VR, baby. Stay tuned. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Yeah, this was not making it past a show. I mean, this had to be in the show. It just had to. Yes, for many reasons. All right, Chad, who's your daddy? Who's your VR? Uh, we like to talk about Indiana and per- per- specifically Indianapolis as the birthplace of online recruitment. And the city just might take us into the future. Meet Vision 3, who recently announced the launch of V3 Connect, 
an $80 million initiative, that's right, $80 million, that seeks to place VR career labs in every high school, community college, and university in the state of Indiana by 2025, which is right around the corner, Chad. Vision 3 CRO Heather Jackson, Mrs. Jackson, if you're nasty, said in a release (laughs) quote, you can't be what you can't see. Let me say that again. You can't be what you can't see. V3 Connect closes that gap, directly connecting the next workforce generation to relevant, engaging, and career-focused experiences, end quote. Pivot CX, a show favorite and formerly known as Work Here, I say that sarcastically, is a corporate partner. All right, Chad, job training with VR throughout the Hoosier State. Your thoughts? I think this is great, especially getting it into the hands of kids because VR, the way that it is today, it, it's it's not great. Uh, you will have some some great experiences. I've had some great experiences, but I've had some really shitty experiences. So mm-hmm. I think if we get this tech into kids' hands, they're going to be the ones who change it, right? They're going to be the ones who make it better. They're going to make it more applicable to uh, learning usage and whether it's VR, AR, doesn't matter. So I think, I think this is awesome. I think we should be pushing tech into schools more like this. Uh, And, you know, Will will the first round be successful in in job training with VR? Probably not. Yep. But this is this is how you start, right? You don't start with perfection. You start with getting it out there and then starting to hone it, to tune it, and to to do those things that you need to to evolve a society. This is not purely about jobs. This is about yep. being able to evolve us. Yeah, Chad Likey. Look at that. A <laughs> VR story that Chad's behind. I love it. All right. So so th- th- this sounds like a, a story out of California. So I was really I was really surprised and happy that it's from our own state of, of Indiana. But uh, this one checks all the boxes. It's like we're helping kids. Uh, governments love this shit. Companies love this kind of shit. Colleges and universities love this shit because they can show shit in a catalog and on the website and YouTube about look at our Look at our uh, this. This is really the new computer lab of the future. Right. Instead of like, yeah. hey, we got computers, we got headsets and you can learn how to do whatever job you want of the future. I mean, colleges are going to eat this shit up. These labs are going to be in every university because there's going to be stories here locally about, uh, you know, College X puts this in and now every other college wants to do it. So uh, I think this is checking all the boxes for the feel good uh, you know, story of tech of the week at least. And uh, I think there are going to be a lot of companies that see this shit. They're going to they're gonna spend money. By the way, part of the costs would be offset by fees charged to the companies who place content on the system. So if I'm, you know, name a company and I want to train uh, colleges and universities and I've been pissed about how they train them currently, yeah. I, can, I can put my shit in the VR computer lab or VR lab um, and have people go in and train about how to be, you know, mechanics or whatever it is that I need. So this to me, like is a perfect storm. If Glassdoor is a perfect storm of, of, of uh, decline and death, this is the perfect storm of like growth and uh, prosperity because it's checking all the boxes. Is VR the future? Eh, we don't know, but what, what other bet are you going to place it on other than VR and putting this shit in colleges and getting governments to back it and making kids and parents feel great? I too <laughs> applaud the <laughs> VR story. Just like Chad... And God damn it, it's lunchtime. And Chipotle sounds pretty good, whether it's cooked by a human or a robot. Doesn't matter. We We out. out.
Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.